If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your private health insurance plan, you can keep your plan, period. If you are among the hundreds of millions of Americans who already have health insurance through your job, or Medicare, or Medicaid, or the VA, nothing in this plan will require you or your employer to change the coverage of the doctor you have. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Find out what is in it. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is produced and sponsored by E.D. Bellis. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge. Hope all is going well with you. Always happy to be here reporting the news. On all of the changes in the healthcare and insurance industry, and it is, you know, this uh, law, Alan Hager, and all of the uh, developments continues to build. I, I, I thought last week uh, we had uh, we had exceeded ourselves, but here we are now again with a lot to talk about. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Oh my God, this was a crazy busy weekend. The way of uh, healthcare reform, healthcare reform news. Uh, the congressional retreat in Philadelphia. Yes. Holy cow. You're going to want to uh, listen up next segment, and we'll repeat the uh, the uh, top story of the week, which is something that I think a lot of people need to pay attention to. We're also going to be talking about all of the uh, options out there. There is a, a lot of different things uh, as far as replacement plans to the Affordable Care Act. We're going to be looking at some of those. We have some news to talk about with regards to these mergers in the insurance industry, what what does that mean? We've also started to see, Alan, the uh, ripple effect of President Trump's first executive order, uh, almost within hours of taking the inauguration, uh, taking the oath of office, right? Instituting an executive order that, now that we've had time to, I guess, read it and digest it, seems to be more a little bit in. Um, yeah, more of a political move than really any substance because it doesn't really say anything. No, I think it's more on the lines of to keep his promise uh, that he was going to work to repeal and replace Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, that executive order, uh, what, number one or number two or whatever number you want to call it, mm-hmm. was was to repeal and replace. Now... Mind you that the executive order didn't ha- doesn't have much teeth to it, but it puts it out there in a way that people know, hey, I'm putting you on notice. We're going to work on this. It's um, one of the things that uh, they will put out oftentimes on a piece of congressional legislation is a statement of administration policy. And that is almost, it's essentially the, the administration stating their position on all of these things and then um oftentimes if there's going to be a veto for example you might you might get the attention of the uh, statement of administration policy right out there this is almost another way of doing that in that it is the policy of this administration that the affordable care act needs to be repealed and replaced and they directed certain agencies to very vaguely um you know, make sure that people don't have any harm, but right. it's difficult to know which way to go with that because there's a lot of, of pain happening 
in different areas of our right economy. but let's also remember that you know this is also a vehicle in which they could actually use for the 1700 times that it's mentioned in the affordable care act that the secretary of health and human services shall right and it's interesting that you bring that up because at uh the bottom of the hour we're going to do a segment about how uh tom price did on uh, Capitol Hill. He was at the Senate Health and Education, Labor and Pensions Committee last two weeks ago, and then this week at the Senate Finance Committee. Correct. And I watched the whole, not the whole thing. It was almost it was almost four hours. It was over four hours. It was over actually. four. Yeah, it was over four hours. Because I went to get to lunch and then I came back and it was still going. And by the way, you can rewatch the whole thing on America's Healthcare Challenges Facebook page, facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge. Politico did a live video, and we've shared that with you. And you can also comment on some of the stories of the week as well. Very interesting and lots of things to learn that we will talk about uh, later in the program. Yes, and, uh, you know, it's very interesting because I we've talked about the insurance mergers a mm-hmm. lot. And just 13 hours ago, there was a really nice article from Modern Healthcare that basically said, with Aetna's defe- antitrust defeat, it might signal the end of the health insurance mega mergers. And so uh, I'm really interested, you know, obviously when we start talking about insurance and mega mergers, which has been a focus of the show that we bring to you as a public service, that, uh, you know, what's going on in the insurance industry, because it does have a major ripple effect all across all sectors when you uh, consolidate these insurance companies into, you know, four, five, or six, you know, they attempted to try and merge into three. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it looks like, according to this article, and if you ever want a great resource, modernhealthcare.com is a very good resource uh, for healthcare business news. Um, they think that this indicates that the insurance mega mergers are over. So, uh, you know, we'll dive into those later in the show. Yes. So, uh, very important stuff that we're talking about as always. And then, uh, finally we will conclude with, um, the Trump administration shutting down advertising for, uh, marketplace enrollment, Woo! which, uh, Oh, you're, you're in favor of that. Uh, <laughs> we'll debate if that's a good thing or not or not, because they actually, uh, reversed course and we will uh, right. have, have some information on that. And then when we come back here on America's Healthcare Challenge, we're going to talk about our top story of the week, which is the uh, secret tapes at the uh, Congressional Republican retreat. President Trump released it. And when we come back, uh, we will uh, take a look at what all of that means and uh, report some of the quotes that we heard. It's pretty interesting, Alan. Yes, it is. And so if you want to jump into the program, dial 402-342-1290. Or 800-577-1290. You're listening to America's Health Chair Challenge on News Talk 1290 Coil.
Marketplace Nebraska is a full-service resource for anyone who needs help with their individual and business health insurance needs. If you got a tax bill from the IRS for not purchasing health insurance, let us help you. With more than 1,000 people helped into Obamacare so far, we can get you signed up fast and over the phone. Depending on your age and income, policies can be as low as $20 a month. Click MarketplaceNebraska.com to learn more and sign up today. Are you feeling overwhelmed, depressed, or angry? Is your child or teenager acting out? Healing Tree Counseling wants to help. Located at 10th and Dodge, Healing Tree offers individual, family, and couples therapy. Bill and Laura are exceptional at working with children and adolescents. Ask around. They have a great reputation. Healing Tree accepts most insurance companies. They offer flexible payment plans and are confidential. Their personalized service and unique office sets them apart from larger agencies. Visit HealingTreeOmaha.com for more information. Take control of your company's health care costs with self-funded plan administrators. If you're feeling the pain of Obamacare, we have innovative solutions for your organization. Click self-funded.com to learn more and sign up for our exclusive white paper to take control of your company's health care costs. You worked hard, scraped and saved for years, and thought you had everything figured out for retirement. Now you're looking at higher premiums, health care costs, and uncertainty with your doctor. Let E.D. Bellis help you solve this problem and find the right program for you. Go to edbellisinc.com and request a free consultation. At E.D. Bellis, we know health care. You are listening to America's Health Care Challenge on News Talk 1290. News Talk 1290KOIL.com and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. Once again, here's Sean McGuire. And welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. By the way, if you want to hear this program at another time, I just found this out, Alan, um, is uh, we uh, are on iTunes now, so you can just go ahead and go to iTunes and uh, hear all of our segments, which over 250 of them are on iTunes right now. And uh, it's um, really easy to be able to uh, just pull up your phone and... um, just once you subscribe, you got to search for Ed Bellis in there, and um, you will find all of our segments, and then it'll just pop up automatically in your podcast app. Right, and it's a pretty nice little feature. Well, and you know what? We're actually getting ready to break some ground here in America's Healthcare Challenge. If you're on Facebook, we're about to go Facebook Live for the first time. I'm like Bill O'Reilly, we're doing it live. That's right. <laughs> And uh, we are going to, you know, start utilizing the uh, the the Facebook uh, resources a little bit more, as well as LinkedIn. And so, if you're watching or listening out there, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, join us here on the program. And we've got a a really interesting story uh, to talk about this segment, Alan. Right. Which uh, I I was I couldn't contain myself uh, with the glee that I had when it came to uh, the uh, the latest news, because being someone that is following all of the changes in uh healthcare all of the time all of the changes happening in Washington uh one of the top headlines coming out either yesterday or Thursday actually it was yesterday, yesterday. but the uh, congressional retreat was Thursday right uh president was there uh, all of the members of congress from both chambers were there right and what happened is that uh that revealed something pretty interesting um in that they don't have a plan to uh, replace the affordable care act and that is something that is really uh, going to be a challenge. We've reported that here on the program many, many times. Right. But I thought that uh, we should talk a little bit about what some of the options might be. There were some in- things introduced. But, man, it is getting really interesting that to know that um, 
there's tapes. Somebody secretly taped the congressional um, retreat. Oh, I'm sure that's probably happened a lot. Those before. dirty scoundrels. But I'm sure every both sides probably do that. But it was oh, leaked I'm to the sure. Washington Post. And I don't know if you saw that story. Oh yeah. Alan, uh, we should share some of the the headlines that uh, caught our attention. Uh, members uh, on the record included those folks in charge with. Uh, drafting a uh, replacement plan, right, and uh, such as Kevin Brady, who uh, aired some concerns about um, really what's going to be a, a difficult uh, part of the equation, financing uh, any type of replacement. And well, what do they do about that? Well, I thought Tom McClintock from uh, California, he's a Republican congressman, uh, made a really good comment. And he said, and I quote, we'd better be sure that we are prepared to live with the market that we've created with repeal. That's going to be called Trump care. Right. Republicans are going to own it lock, stock, and barrel, and will be judged in the election less than two years away. This just this <laughs> issue is just a gift that keeps on giving yeah. for people like us that are <laughs> in charge of keeping up with all of these things. And uh, well, I guess I am pretty thankful for that to, to, to come out because it's uh, something that's certainly going to be able to be talked about. And now... Uh, the the deadline has passed originally when right. they passed the budget re- resolution, uh, making it uh, up to uh, them having to uh, come up with an ACA replacement plan by January 27th. You can see how efficient our federal government is, not even close to coming up. We did have some people introduce it, but it looks like we're not going to probably have anything until at least September on an ACA oh, replacement plan. at the earliest. Now I'm just going to go ahead and tweet that out yeah. because our predictions need to just start well, exactly, and 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 th- I I found this article. Uh, Jason Easley, he's a, a writer, and he writes for pol- uh, politics, uh, Politicus USA, and he said that repealing Obamacare wasn't really ever supposed to happen. Republicans thought they could keep running on repealing the ACA for years and years and years. It was a campaign gimmick. No one ever expected them to actually have to come up with a plan <laughs> to replace the law, and mm. so. Uh, you know, he goes on further to say that Democrats have the advantage in this situation, and the last thing that they should do is bail out the Republicans in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. So, again, we're set up in a situation, I think, where Republicans are going to have to own up to this and come up with something. Rob Portman, interesting senator from Ohio, yep. who was in charge of running the Office of Management and Budget which is the uh, organization that's kind of like the business office of your federal government. Everything from a department such as statements and all those things has to go through the Office of Management at OMB and get approved. Right. He ran that that department. Yes. Now he's in the U.S. Senate, and he warned his colleagues that estimated budget savings from repealing the ACA, which, which is where the Congressional Budget Office really comes into play, could approach a half a trillion dollars but would need it to fund the costs of setting up a replacement. And this is what we're going to need to be able to move to do that transition. And so, I, you know, if I would be listening to anybody, I'd be listening to Rob Portman. And I also think I would listen to Rand Paul. Yeah. In these two situations. Because I will tell you what, folks, if, if they just go and they repeal and they put together a half-hearted replacement bill and it doesn't uh, hold up the muster... Dude, they're going to set themselves up for a world of hurt for half a decade. Yeah. And uh, just like uh, the backlash from the ACA caused, um, you know, folks to uh, 
begin certain uh, factions within the Republican Party. Uh, it uh, put got rid of the Blue Dog Democrats. Well, yeah, uh, because they they were opposed to it, but they felt the backlash of all of these things. It is going to be uh, paramount that some sort of uh, replacement plan be be in place. Now, I want to take a couple minutes to um, talk about a uh, possible alternative or a way to fix that. And uh, I have some really good ideas, talked to some people over the week, and I, I think uh, we have something. And I'm going to actually take that and give that to you at the at the next segment because uh, you're going to have to wait for a moment. But I have figured out all of the ways to uh, solve uh, the ACA problems just with uh, a couple of, of, uh, of legislative tweaks, and I'm going to give that to you uh, when we come back. My God, maybe you should run for office because you are, you're actually the genius here. Well, I don't know. I may, as long, maybe I could just get a member to listen to America's Healthcare Challenge and just give this uh, idea a thought, because I think um, it's going to be a way that is going to be really a win-win for everybody. Well, just as a prelude, maybe to next week's show, we might actually have the opportunity to do that because I'm working on getting Senator Bill Cassidy from the state of Louisiana, who has uh, put out a plan, and we talked about that on last week's show. To do it, uh, to to come on to the show and talk to us next week. Right, and uh, the senator from Louisiana, with uh, the senator from Maine, Susan Collins, uh, introducing a plan, and we're going to report on that. But when we come back, you're going to want to listen to uh, my prediction and uh, solution uh, for the Republicans and Democrats on how that they probably could take what we've got and, and fix it. And uh, we'll give that to you when we come back. Research shows moving is one of the most stressful events in a person's life. But thanks to two men in a truck, it doesn't have to be. They have everything you need to move. A courteous professional staff who will customize your move, which includes a no-obligation estimate, a schedule to fit your convenience, and all the necessary packing supplies. And two men in a truck will help you watch your budget, too. Don't stress. Let two men in a truck handle your home or business move. Go to twomenandatruck.com. Two men in a truck selected Best of Omaha for nine years straight with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. You've seen the movie Father of the Bride. When it comes to weddings, there's enough to worry about. Consider the Omaha Press Club as the venue for your baby's big day. With memberships as low as $15 per month, rentals are free for members. And we have an executive chef who will design the perfect menu for you. Click omahapressclub.com and our event coordinator and wedding planner will contact you for a zero-obligation consultation. That's omahapressclub.com. The Omaha Press Club, where you belong. You work hard, scraped and saved for years, and thought you had everything figured out for retirement. Now you're looking at higher premiums, health care costs, and uncertainty with your doctor. Let E.D. Bellis help you solve this problem and find the right program for you. Go to edbellisinc.com and request a free consultation. At E.D. Bellis, we know health care. Take control of your company's health care costs with self-funded plan administrators. If you're feeling the pain of Obamacare, we have innovative solutions for your organization. Click self-funded.com to learn more and Sign up for our exclusive white paper to take control of your company's health care costs. Hiring employees, complying with regulatory changes, and so on makes it hard to focus on running your business. Let Simplify HR Solutions help. We're an outsourced human resource management organization with more than a century of combined experience helping people just like you. Click SimplifyHRSolutions.com to learn more. 
only are we going to New Hampshire, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. We're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Online, you can check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge. Got a lot of uh, discussion on our, our, our show last week, Healthcare under, in America under a new president. Might want to check that out. We got a lot of those uh, emojis, uh, you know, those uh, angry uh, emojis or the uh, the heart emojis on Facebook. Oh, so yeah. people were, uh, were doing that. Now, you there. know, if we go Facebook Live all the time, we're going to get lots of those. That's Even true. more. Just by from looking at us? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Especially me. Last <laughs> segment, we uh, talked about the changes in the... Um, uh, well, actually, the challenges Republicans are, are facing with an ACA repeal and how the the seek somebody uh, s- s- snuck a tape recorder. Well, they probably just use their phone, I guess, yeah, the, the now f- anymore. Yeah, you, they use their phone. Anybody, anyway, somebody uh, tape recorded the meltdown inside uh, the congressional retreat of Philadelphia where all of the leaders of the Republican Party were huddled and uh, really revealing that they don't have a, a plan for an ACA replacement and are really, really worried about it politically. But I said I was going to give you my solution to, to how they fix it. And so here we go. It is uh, what we've got is um, essentially a one size fits all product that is mandated by the federal government to be given to everybody. And I think if they were going to take with what they got and, and uh, try and fix it, one thing that they could do is try and get these uh, state run risk pools going again, these high risk pools, which they had previously but were uh, taken away. Uh, under the Affordable Care Act because of all of these reforms. It just basically right. was federalized. But they could, uh, if if states want to do that, uh, opt out and create their own pool, and then you get uh, the right reinsurers to um, manage all of those um, folks in there. Right. And then allow people, if they want to be underwritten, say they are healthy or want to be underwritten, uh, to be underwritten. Number right, two. right, right. Number three, they should uh, allow to pick and choose of the essential health benefits. Well, and that's there's ten of them. Right, and so that should be like a you know an a la carte type of option. Well, when you have your auto insurance, it's all a la carte. You can pick you know your different coverages that you want, and you can pick how much coverage you get in each. Well, why can't we do something like that with health insurance? We do it with every other insurance product. Well, what type of insurance do you want? Do you want this that has maternity benefits or cancer screenings or, you know, just, you know, if you're 20-something, do you just want basic coverage that allows you primary care benefits? And that's all you want. You know, so I I like that idea. I, I believe if we can do it with cable and we can do it with auto insurance and all the other forms of insurance, why aren't we doing it with Health insurance. Like auto insurance, you can add the 24-hour uh, roadside assistance, right. for example, and pay a little bit more. Exactly. A bit. But remember, it's also kind of like get, getting your airline ticket and 
adding your luggage, adding extra food and all those other things that you want when you fly your airplane. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same it's kind of the same approach. You can either take no uh you know, you have no extra benefits and you have the smallest seat on the airplane or you have the big you know, barca lounger up front with all the additional nice things that you get, but you're going to pay more. Frontier Airlines is the example of that. Yeah, you're going to pay more for it. If you just want a terrible seat and don't want to be bothered, you know, you basically could go with the clothes on your back because they'll nickel and dime you for it. Well, that's Spirit Airlines. Don't take the peanuts either because that's, you know. $5. Yeah. (laughs) But then when it comes to the um, funding of these high-risk pools, so it's, it's state by state. Right. And, um. Well, and then I'm going to throw this in there, and I might get some heat from it, but um, th- they should explore allowing a public option to be in the marketplace. So if people moved between state by state, they should have a public option, if available. Okay. That would solve some of it, because if you're going to go state by state, what if somebody moves and you've got all these federal things? Right. And then also, um, if the, if they do, the states do opt out and they have to... Uh, they have these high-risk pools. The federal government should fund these um, high-risk pools. Right. Because they were doing okay, but a lot of them were underfunded from their state legislatures. Yes. So if the federal, if they had f- uh, fixed federal funds to fund that um, mm-hmm. that dial-out, um, that might solve that problem. Okay, so what I think about— those core principles might uh, get us a long ways. So would your public option also cover those in Medicaid? That's that's the huge, um, the, the biggest piece of the puzzle for everybody, folks, is this Medicaid expansion. Next segment, we're going to talk about what uh, Tom Price experienced in the Senate Finance Committee, because that uh, really had Medicaid was a lot, uh, a lot of the discussion. Well, and let's be frank, Medicaid is a very uh, expensive program, and just like with every other program in the federal government, one side wants to reform it, the other side doesn't and so medicaid cost is just spiraling out of control and there's no will to reform it yet again we've got a problem here uh, that's out of control and let's be frank it's both sides fault it's not this is not a republican versus a democrat issue this is both sides and so both sides are to blame for allowing this to happen because they're unwilling to do the hard, hard things because they're always run, running for re-election. And so my personal opinion is, dude, we got to look at this. because, and, and you know what? Stop worrying about re-election. If you do the right thing, people are going to re-elect you. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Just, just do the right thing. I think that's what people want. Is a, I, you know, I, I say we just call for a ceasefire. Right. Sides, yes. Just, um, Cease fire, especially on healthcare, and um, start looking at those those key principles. The the, the Medicaid expansion is um, uh, the ultimate question. Is going to be what happens to the people that are already on or technically eligible? Do they all of a sudden lose those benefits? Right. Because and when you because of the twenty million people with insurance because of the law, uh, that fact is is a little inaccurate because. A majority almost is uh, from Medicaid expansion. Right, at least what fourteen, fifteen million of them for our, our Medicaid expansion. So, and when they're talking about 
you know, what, 40, 50 million people were uninsured? We're only covering, really, a very small segment of the population. And let's remember, this wasn't true health care reform. This was insurance reform. And just because you have insurance doesn't mean you have health care. I mean, that's the root of it. Because if you can't afford your insurance, how the heck are you going to afford treatment? Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the day, yes, you might have insurance, but <laughs> on the flip side, that insurance might not get you where you need to be. So let's have a serious discussion about this. Pull up, your, put your big boy pants on and come to the table and let's talk like adults. It's going to happen. I mean, tr- it's going to tr- be. It's going to be a grand the, bargain. The art of the repeal. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, but he's going to the deal. He's going to cut a deal. He's going to cut a grand bargain. Yeah. We said that two weeks ago, and so I'm going to stand by that. And I think uh, I think he wants to fix this issue, but I think people are just now realizing how difficult it's going to be, and mm-hmm. um, makes uh, shows like this so important. Uh, and uh, you know, in following all of these things, because. I think unless you have a uh, replacement uh, in place, when you know when you repeal, this is why Rand Paul is smart. You have to repeal and you have to replace on the exact same day, at the same time. You can't do one and then wait a month to do the other. Do you just think of like all these departments of government that were just set up under this law that could just say, then what do those people do? There's a tw- there's the twenty percent cut right there, in the government that Trump wants. You're listening to News Talk 1290, America's Healthcare Challenge. We'll be back right after this. Sean McGuire, and I founded Edie Bellis to help your business make sure it doesn't get caught in a bureaucratic trap coming out of Washington. I was there on Capitol Hill working for the Senate Finance Committee when the Affordable Care Act, commonly referred to as Obamacare, was created, and I have read the entire bill. Let Edie Bellis guide you through the maze of the American bureaucracy as you adapt to changing rules and regulations that will affect your organization regardless of size. Our team has been specializing in the Affordable Care Act and consulting since it began. We offer custom consultations, seminars for you and your employees, and can help your company prepare these necessary IRS forms that leave a penalty of $500 for noncompliance. We also offer advice on employee benefits and can help you find the latest technology solutions to help automate your business. For more information, check out edbellisinc.com or give us a call at 402-884-9020. At edbellisinc.com, you can sign up for our exclusive newsletter to stay on top of the latest coming from Obamacare. Marketplace Nebraska is a full-service resource for anyone who needs help with their individual and business health insurance needs. If you got a tax bill from the IRS for not purchasing health insurance, let us help you. With more than 1,000 people helped into Obamacare so far, we can get you signed up fast and over the phone. Depending on your age and income, policies can be as low as $20 a month. Click MarketplaceNebraska.com to learn more and sign up today. 
Looking for the most exclusive club downtown? The perfect place for your next dining experience, event, or work outing is the Omaha Press Club. With an amazing view of Omaha and featuring a certified executive chef and event coordinator, what are you waiting for? Click omahapressclub.com to learn more. Hiring employees, complying with regulatory changes, and so on makes it hard to focus on running your business. Let Simplify HR Solutions help. We're an outsourced human resource management organization with more than a century of combined experience helping people just like you. Click SimplifyHRSolutions.com to learn more. You worked hard, scraped and saved for years, and thought you had everything figured out for retirement. Now you're looking at higher premiums, health care costs, and uncertainty with your doctor. Let E.D. Bellis help you solve this problem and find the right program for you. Go to E.D. Bellis inc.com and request a free consultation at ed bellis we know healthcare. you are listening to america's Healthcare challenge with sean mcguire join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290 Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Come back to America's Healthcare Challenge, 402-342-1290. 402-342-1290 is the number. We're going to talk about this segment, the um, performance, I guess I would say, of Tom Price Secretary of HHS nominee in front of the Senate Finance Committee, probably the most um, influential committee committee in uh, with regards to uh, health care um, oversight. Right. Say. Oh, yes, absolutely. And he uh, faced some uh, political heat, and then he also answered many, many questions again. Yes, he did. And, uh, you know, this was probably... I, I honestly think this was probably more contentious than him in front of the health committee. Um, just because you had some, you know, outside of Elizabeth Warren on help, you know, you had Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer blasting off on him uh, all week. And, uh, you know, it's kind of controversial. I mean, you've got Donald Trump. President Trump having his set of core principle and things that he wants to do in regards to Social Security, Medicare. And you got Tom Price, who kind of thrown some of those things for a curveball. And he's kind of had some different ideas than the than the president. And so, uh, you know, it'll be very interesting. I mean, one of the ideas he has is for people to opt out of Medicare and Medicaid and choose tax credits to pr- uh, purchase private plans. But one of the things that was uh, a problem in those r- r- uh, tapes was that a lot of Americans might not have the money to afford the premiums and, b- until they get the uh, price, uh, the, the uh, tax, tax credit, right? Exactly. Does that make sense? Yes. And that's exactly what, you know, in some of the articles they were saying was, is this a good idea? Maybe. But a lot of the people aren't going to have the money to... Uh, pay those premiums until they get the tax credit. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's a huge issue. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So Tom Price was in charge of, or in front of the, the committee. He he was there for over four hours. I mean, man, I don't think they even took a break. Um, no, they if, didn't. What if you had to go to the bathroom? I guess Ooh, step out. No, no chance. But um, he uh, he I thought he did really well. And so here are his top ten takeaways from the Tom Price uh, hearing the tom price hearing and um 
I thought it was uh, uh, it was pretty interesting because it started with some some fireworks. He number one began with his um, you know the uh, ranking member questioning him over some investment interests. I don't know if you 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 saw that uh, yes. because he has some interest in a medical device, I believe. A medical com- device company. company that um, I think it was a broker actually advised him uh, to purchase. And uh, anyways, he had to um, go ahead and, um, you know, disclose all of that information as part of the nominee process and had to go through that exercise. But aside from that, which was a a big theme in the program, here are the top 10 uh, issues that takeaways from the Tom Price hearing. And uh, by the way, these uh, top 10 Issues are brought to you by the good folks at HKG Medicare Solutions. They uh, were nice enough to stop by here, and uh, you're going to be uh, looking forward to uh, uh, hearing and learning a little bit more about that uh, wonderful organization and uh, all that Holly can do for you to uh, help you uh, with your Medicare needs because that's an important part of the thing. So uh, check out HKG Medicare Solutions. Uh, They've got a Facebook page, and you can find out all of their information there because Medicare is a big theme for this. Yes. Another theme is pre-existing conditions here to stay, and that's number one on our list. Uh, Tom Price clearly making it pretty much clear that it doesn't look like somebody that does have a pre-existing condition will be losing that coverage. Number two, Medicaid expansion, huge, uh, huge question mark. We talked a little bit about that, the, uh, the future of that. <coughs> number three, protections for mental health and other essential health benefits. That was a, an important thing that was discussed and is going to be need to be considered. Number four, Medicare solvency and the future of the donut hole. People that uh, are going on to Medicare need uh, need advice on that. That's why they should uh, work with folks like uh, Holly at HKG Medicare Solutions because the, the, the folks uh, that do need drugs through the Medicare Part D program uh, sometimes have to come out of pocket quite a bit, and it uh, is really important that you have the right plan uh, to do that. And um, the future of the donut hole is is on the table. Stabilizing the individual market, like I said, uh, some right. of those ideas I talked about last week. Number six, regulatory impact of HHS on rural hospitals. They talked a lot about that. Uh, just to, The CEOs don't even know what to do with all of the regulations because there is so much Number seven, Medicare privatization was a big theme. They talked about privatizing Medicare. Right. And um, then finally, uh, Medicare innovation. He seemed to be a fan of it, but um, didn't seem to be a fan of the government dictating uh, to uh, physicians which types of treatments they should do. Right. Uh, Number nine, public health uh, issues. Lots of folks were concerned about um, some of his, I guess, uh, conservative positions and... um, we're, we're concerned that uh, he might not be in favor of funding things like the uh, Centers for Disease Control and stuff like that, which is uh, clearly not true. And uh, anyways, he uh, talked about how as a legislation or as a uh, administrator, he would focus more on administrating the laws, not on public policy. Right. Yes, I, I did hear that. And that was actually refreshing to hear. And then number 10, future of the Children's Health Insurance Program. He yep. actually said that he would be in favor of reauthorizing it. They said, would you reauthorize in favor of reauthorizing it for five years? He's like, I'd do it for eight. Okay. So there, there you have it. Uh, let's take a, a call here on uh, America's Healthcare Challenge 402. 
342-1290. We've got about uh, a minute or so before our break. Uh, Jim, welcome to the show. Guys, thanks for taking my call. Um, I uh, listened to what you guys had to say at the beginning of your show. I haven't been able to listen to your show lately, but I wanted to listen to it today because obviously what Trump had signed. And uh, the, just to head off, because you only got a minute, I guess, um, basically uh, you mentioned the idea of the executive um, <clears throat> order you did sign, from what I understand, it stopped uh, the cabinet members that are in charge. There's like three cabinet members, I guess, in charge of the um, of enforcing the Affordable Care Act. And uh, supposedly in the executive order, he pretty much stated that he wants all the cabinet members not to enforce the provisions of the Affordable Care Act, uh, which I think is very under. I haven't heard you guys say that earlier today. I know what you guys did say, but I think our fellow Americans need to understand that uh, if you don't, if you don't want the government to control uh, you buying a product he's pretty much stating that we're not going to control you buying a product. We will not uh, penalize you or anything like that. You will, you know, that is one aspect of why I called. Many other aspects, I don't really think the Affordable Care Act needs to be replaced. You And I'll just use only one example. You guys mentioned the idea of, I think we as Americans need to look at the insurance industry when it comes to health care and ask ourselves, can we go to the doctor and ask the chop around to doctors and ask them, how much will you charge us for your services? Meaning that obviously we don't need the insurance companies to basically uh, tell us how much they're going to charge us. You guys mentioned that the uh, com- combination of insurance companies combining together, six. You, you said something about six to seven insurance companies now going into three. As you guys know, anytime you combine an industry like that, the prices go higher because there's no competition. So I find that interesting also. Well, so Jim, thanks for your call. Uh, I would also say that if you look at uh, here in the state of Nebraska, there's a plan that Senator uh, Merv Reapy got passed last year to allow patients to contract with doctors and pay cash prices. And I would also say that if you look all the way back to 1999, the Edna and Prudential merger in the health marketplace, uh, you had, uh, yeah, all all the indicators show that anybody who merges in the insurance market, that it doesn't do nothing but raise costs. Right, but um, we did uh, have some news, which we're going to talk about related to that, because those uh, mergers might not be happening. Exactly. Now, and we will uh, report on that. Four zero two three four two twelve ninety. Jim, thank you for the call and the thoughts as always. Online at healthreformexplained dot com, you will see uh, some of the latest uh, commentary from us that we uh, work on during the week talking about uh, these things a little bit more in depth and on facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge you can see uh, the Tom Price hearings uh, we uh, ha- have a rebroadcast but until then uh, just a couple minutes and we will be right back here on America's Healthcare Challenge Are you feeling overwhelmed, depressed, or angry? Is your child or teenager acting out? Healing Tree Counseling wants to help. Located at 10th and Dodge, Healing Tree offers individual, family, and couples therapy. Bill and Laura are exceptional at working with children and adolescents. Ask around. They have a great reputation. Healing Tree accepts most insurance companies. They offer flexible payment plans and are confidential. Their personalized service and unique office sets them apart from larger agencies. Visit HealingTreeOmaha.com for more information. 
Research shows moving is one of the most stressful events in a person's life. But thanks to two men in a truck, it doesn't have to be. They have everything you need to move. A courteous professional staff who will customize your move, which includes a no-obligation estimate, a schedule to fit your convenience, and all the necessary packing supplies. And two men in a truck will help you watch your budget, too. Don't stress. Let two men in a truck handle your home or business move. Go to twomeninatruck.com. Two men in a truck selected Best of Omaha for nine years straight with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Looking for the most exclusive club downtown? The perfect place for your next dining experience event or work outing is the Omaha Press Club. With an amazing view of Omaha and featuring a certified executive chef and event coordinator, what are you waiting for? Click omahapressclub.com to learn more. You worked hard, scraped and saved for years, and thought you had everything figured out for retirement. Now you're looking at higher premiums, health care costs, and uncertainty with your doctor. Let Ed Bellis help you solve this problem and find the right program for you. Go to edbellisinc.com and request a free consultation. At E.D. Bellis, we know healthcare. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Check out... um, my latest LinkedIn post where uh, we uh, had our, our latest newsletter uh, out there, our latest newsletter where you can, uh, and you can get that just by uh, going to healthreformexplained.com and, and checking that out. Last week we talked a little bit about some news of a, uh, the, um, mer- the um, what do you want to call it? Mega the mergers. Blo- mega mergers and the blocked, uh, a- the action of the Department of Justice in, in blocking those things. That is something that um, caught our attention and, and just another one re- recently happened. And the reason why that's important is because whatever the, the future of healthcare is definitely uncertain, especially when it comes to um, insurance and a lot of the things that you need to start paying attention to, especially if they do these things like cross state lines and stuff like that, is um, the network that you're in because you can all of a sudden be um, – caught in, uh, in a situation where you might have a, a random medical cost that's just way more than you had thought, and we, we've done a segment on that. Uh, we've got George here uh, on the show. Let's welcome uh, George in, into the program. Uh, George, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Thanks Great, for the thanks. call. What's going on? I, I was reading a study they did about a year and a half ago on hospitals in Cincinnati, and there was about 20 of them in the greater Cincinnati area. And the study was on an emergency appendectomy three days in the hospital, what would it cost? No special complications, no nothing, just a straight-up emergency appendectomy. And between the 27 or 20 hospitals, the price ranged from $5,700 to $55,000 in every number in between, 41, 29, 11, 13, 42. How does that happen? That's got to come from the hospitals, not the insurance company. Yeah, and um, hospitals, um, for example, if you uh, get a replacement, uh, like a knee replaced or something, uh, the hospital uh, has a lot of charges and makes an awful lot uh, off of a, a treatment such as that. Well, I would say one of the one of the things you're going to need is every hospital is going to have to put a board, like a menu, in their lobby. So if you get sick with an appendectomy and the rescue squad takes you up and say, oh, no, we ain't going there, we're going here. 
Yeah, I mean that's good until somebody dies in transit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, but I, well, I, I understand that, but you're driving across town like Omaha. Okay, it takes six minutes instead of eight minutes. Yeah. I mean, it's not that big of a deal, for, especially for something as minor as an emergency appendectomy. There can be $48,000 difference in the charges. That's just absolute robbery. I know. That's true. Maybe they should do an app or something. That would probably be easier where you could just uh, be on your phone in the ambulance and uh, <laughs> saying, yeah, hey. I, uh, I mean, seriously, they can do all they want with the, with the insurance companies. But if a hospital can charge you $50,000 difference in the same city for the same operation, we're going to get cheated no matter what happens. Yes, I agree with that. Hey, George, thanks so much for your call, and thanks for listening to the show. We appreciate it. But I agree with uh, George uh, 100%. Price transparency is a huge part of the well, problem it, it, and, uh, and a big part of the solution, too. Well, and price transparency is a big part of the problem and a big part of, you know, I think it's part of the solution. But, uh, you know... There's other things that go into it. It's like, uh, you know, uninsured motorist insurance. You know, unfortunately, we all pay for <laughs> uh, those who don't have insurance, those who can't afford. We pay for charity care uh, in this country, you know, because I think, what is it, like two-thirds of all hospitals are nonprofit. Um, uh, you know, they're required under the law to meet certain guidelines and how much charity care they give away to continue keeping their tax status. You and I pay for that. Uh, through uh, our, what we pay in the hospitals, um, and just all the different levels of contracts and everything for doctors uh, and on down the line. Supply costs are something that need to be taken into account. Uh, how much does supply costs cost, uh, you know, one hospital versus another? Do you have a different uh, supply cost, you know, a supply chain carrier at one hospital in your system versus another? And you know, the one charge, what about printing costs? You know, some hospitals print off everything and they print off, you know, a ridiculous number of sheets of paper and that, that paper costs versus a hospital that doesn't print anything because it's all electronic and that cost probably is a little bit less. And so there are so many facets to that one question. It's not only about price transparency. You know, you throw you factor in all your supply costs. You have to factor in the doctor's hours and the anesthesiologist is a separate bill usually too. And you get a bill from the doctor, you get a bill from the anesthesiologist office, and then you get a bill from the hospital. Because the doctor and the anesthesiologist are not necessarily part of the hospital. And what's really bad is when um the one of those is out of your network. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. That's when you get owned as a consumer. Oh, yeah, and you don't have any say in that usually. Unless you, That's why it makes it so important to read you know, your policy before you make a decision because you don't. that's the last thing. You're, or you uh, break something and have to get an MRI or something or an uh, X-ray, and all of a sudden the radiologist is out of your network. Exactly, yeah. I mean, we've, had, we've seen that and heard about those horror stories before, like a lady who had cancer down in Dallas or Houston, Texas, and she had was going to a cancer treatment doctor uh, at MD Anderson, and she changed her insurance plan, and lo and behold, with the changes in the Affordable Care Act, her doctor was out of network, and MD Anderson was out of her network. She couldn't go to the world's premier hospital institution for cancer treatment. It came out of her pocket if she wanted to go. Hmm. So... um. Those are something to pay attention to because it is almost open enrollment. And our last story that we wanted to, to cover was 
one of the things we've talked about on on this program before is the amount of uh, federal funds that was in the um, the act to uh, fund outreach and enrollment to get people to sign up for health insurance. You remember Pajama Man, for example? Yes. The, um, uh, remember they they spent a lot of different money talking about um, yeah the kid with the coffee. Yeah. Yep. Um, we have uh, all the, the that was like an effort to target uh, I guess millennials. Millennials. And uh, those are the folks that I guess haven't signed up yet. So Trump put put a halt to because you might have seen advertisements on TV. You know, encouraging radio, you to Facebook, sign up. radio. You, you, if you pay attention, you'll hear them. Oh yeah. And um, I guess the Trump administration halted that those advertisements and then faced quite a bit of backlash. So then they reversed course on Friday afternoon, and, and those are now going because it is nearing the end of open enrollment. So if you're going to sign up for coverage, uh, n- now is the time to, to make that happen uh, to, to get yourself taken care of. And I would recommend that people do it um, fast because uh, I, I think if you are signed up, they're not going to take it away if you're already on the program. It would be like taking away Social Security from somebody that was already on. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to pretend like I'm a caller real fast, if you guys don't mind. Sure, go ahead. I want to ask, want to ask a question. I want to know what, what, why can't we just, and and you guys would know this way more than I do. I don't know what I'm talking about. Why can't we just like hit Please. the reset button like you would on your hard drive on your computer? Why can't we just say, okay, everything we've done. Now I know there'd be a lot of people that would come off of insurance, people that can't afford it, and in my opinion, shouldn't be on insurance. But I know that's the backlash. But why can't we just like hit the reset button and go back to where we started from? And then maybe say okay plus pre-existing or something, and then we'll and then we'll start from there and move forward. Why can't why can't we just do something like that? Well, I mean, my answer would be um, that's probably too tough politically. That that that's what would what would keep it happening. But um, and that's why this issue is so in, neat, I guess, to follow from a if you're a political junkie like we are, in that um, you know. Democrats love where they're at right now. They're actually united on this issue. They should be happy where they're at. They know that it is very easy politically to defend a program that is already in place. Yes, absolutely. And so I think that is going to be um, probably what, um, you know, holds any of this this stuff back uh, from a replacement. But I I agree with you. I think, uh, what what about this, Matt? What if you had the option to go back? As a consumer, as a citizen, people people just need to give the option. Like, give me the option to be underwritten. Right. Like. Um, yeah. I mean, give give people options. I mean, they all that's all they want. They want options. They want the ability to know that they have the ability to purchase insurance. Mm-hmm. So, that's uh that's enough. I guess we uh beat it up good enough here this week here on America's Healthcare <laughs> Challenge. But um, stay tuned and uh, again check out iTunes. Uh, if you want to check out some other segments or our SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge. And when you uh, are on uh, one of those sites, um, I think you will learn a lot. We've been covering a lot of different areas, and uh, we will continue to be doing that here very shortly. We will see you next time.